This is Ready, Set, Retire with Cape Cod's Retirement Income Specialist, Steve Anzoni. Here's the deal. Saving up for retirement is one thing, but when it comes to withdrawing money, once you've retired, completely different ballgame. An article on the Smart Asset Financial website talks about the four worst mistakes people make in withdrawing from their accounts. So, Steve, I gave you this list. I want to know what you think of them. And, of course, how do you determine the best way to withdraw from a client's retirement accounts? Okay, Jess, so let's review those and walk through them. So the first one is not starting with your investment income. In other words, withdrawing from your investments first gives your retirement accounts more time to compound interest, right? If you start diving right into the 401k, you might miss those years of income in your retirement savings, right? So, in other words... I have a rule of thumb. It's always you draw from your worst first. And so you you look at the pieces of the puzzle and you determine from what pieces to take that will cause the least harm from a tax standpoint, right? And, and the least harm from jeopardizing your long-term future income. It's not an easy puzzle, by the way, okay? It's not easy. But that's some of the mistakes that I see is just uh, on that compound pile first opposed to other piles that are taxable as we go anyway. The second one is a social security dilemma, right? Should I take it at 62? Mm -hmm. Should I take it at full retirement? Should I take it at 70? That's always a dilemma. You know, people saying, oh, my life expectancy chart says if I take it at 62, the crossover is not till 82. And, you know, it makes sense to do it then. But remember, for some people, that might be your only pension, your only guaranteed income. So the bigger that check can be, the better off you're going to be, especially if you're married. This is kind of my basic rule of thumb. If you're married, we should try to take the highest check and delay that the longest because the survivor always gets the higher of the two checks, right? Right. So if we have a situation where you know, one check is going to be 3000 the other check's going to be 1500 Maybe we take the $1,500 one and then peel off some money from other piles, let that Social Security check grow on the second one, and then add the 3000 two or three years down the road. So now you have a $4,500 base instead of a $3,000 base, okay? Okay. So that's just a neat little trick. And besides, if you work part-time and you take too much Social Security, you might have to give some back. <laughs> so that's an ouch. Yeah. You see what I mean? These tumblers come into place and people don't know about this. They don't realize taking from one pile could cause a massive tax on the other pile, right? And also could cause your Medicare B to go up because you took too much income, right? I know mm -hmm. it sounds nuts, but you know, another one withdrawing your 401k and IRA before RMDs required minimum distributions kick in, right? So right. we have now the opportunity under the SECURE Act to defer your required minimum distribution until 72. Now, it may sound subtle since the old law was 70 and a half, but two more years of planning in retirement could mean a world of difference if your tax brackets change to a lower bracket because now you can reposition some of the deferred money into tax-free money via a Roth conversion. Mm -hmm. So we can play the shuffleboard game, if you will, right up until 72 so that when you turn 72 the government owns less of your retirement plan okay there's all these like ta these traps it's like, it's like walking through 
like a like a mine, like where there's yeah, you know. like like you get all these these mouse traps on the ground. Yeah. Just, there was this movie I, I forget the name of it. It has to do with mouse trap. I don't know. I can't remember the name of the movie. It's hilarious, but there's all these mouse traps on the floor, and you're trying to get from one end of the room to the other end of the room, and, and that's what it's like when you retire. If you set the wrong trap off, you can cause taxation. That would just, oh, you just sit there and go, why did I do that? And that's why you need someone like me who's been in the business for 35 years to say, whoa, 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 before you do that, let's think about the repercussions, right? So those are traps, I call them. And then the last one, tapping into a Roth before exhausting other options. A Roth is a tax-free account. It could be a Roth 401k, like I own. Mm-hmm. It could be a Roth IRA, right? Those are the two types. Those plans grow tax-free, okay? Meaning tax-free is no taxes on the monies you take out, the earnings and the principal, zero, right? Tax-deferred means you pay taxes on the gains and the principal because you took the write-off sooner. It's Mm -hmm. the pay-me-now versus pay-me-later scenario. So all these little, I call them traps, but they're also opportunities. If you use opportunities out there, Jess, you can understand the landscape and you could take advantage of do you ever do you ever like wonder why you look at people right friends or people you know and they're like man lucky i don't know if it's luck yeah, or they, they have always, it all yeah yeah they always seem to lean on the feet the reason is because it's not all luck luck can stand for labor under correct knowledge too it's the way i look at luck you make your own luck and if you don't plan right then you're going to let someone else dictate your retirement if you plan right you dictate your retirement that's really how you want to handle this. And that's why a lot of people need quarterbacks. Even the do-it-yourselfers in the accumulation phase, I find once they get to retirement, they're like, you know, it was fun doing it myself while I had a paycheck. But now that I'm not going to, boy, I, I really want to get someone with eyes on there. I want a second pair of eyes. I want to know, am I doing this right? Do I need some tweaking? And this can be a really big trap if you take it out of the wrong thing. Have your piles of money, but have a plan on how to take it. That's the way I would do it. Now, Steve, economists routinely tell us that the biggest retirement worry is running out of money. I think we could mm-hmm. all agree that makes sense. But Absolutely. Forbes says there's another concern that doesn't get as much attention, and that's maintaining the same standard of living. So how do we do that, considering that our retirement income will probably be less than what we actually earned while we were still working? Obviously, the number one fear, running out of money and keeping pace, of course. So you've got inflation raging, and again, I you know, it's a mess today and I get it. And whatever the government tells us is twice as much. We all know that inflation is not eight. I mean, please, it's way up there. 12, 15% is really what it's running this year. But, you know, for the last four or five years, it's been zero. So when you do the averages, inflation is going to be two and a half, three percent 3% a year. It's, it's proven over time. It never comes like that every year. And you can't possibly try to say, oh, it's eight this year. It's going to be eight forever. It's not. Of course not. But that's the average, and that's what we have to do. So the challenge is, we all know our Social Security checks barely keep pace with fake inflation, let alone real inflation, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, these checks are going to go up a little bit this year, of course, but they haven't gone up for a long time. So you can't really rely on Social Security to keep pace. You can certainly try to take monies from 401ks and IRAs and, and investable assets and try to okay, I'm going to increase my check every year by 3%, right? And you can, you can do that. So you start with a check for 3000 and then next year it's, it's going to be 3000 plus 3% kicker, right? And then 3% and then 3%. But 
But the challenge you play there is it comes right back to the biggest fear. Can you guarantee that if you do that from your investment pile, that your check will not only try to keep that pace, but even be there 10 years, 12 years from now? And the answer to that question is no, you can't. You can only look back on the past and hope that history is a good teacher and you can just kind of play the guessing game. So what can you do? Diversify, obviously, but diversify with different asset classes. In other words, just because you have two 401ks and one IRA, mm-hmm. okay, that, that's not diversification, folks. Okay, That's just three different piles okay, of the same money in the same red risk back, the basket. Okay, So what I mean by asset class, meaning principal protected versus principal at risk. All right. Opportunity versus we risk reward. Find out more at fairwayfinancial.net. Stephen Anzoni is a licensed insurance provider by the Division of Insurance and is not registered as an investment advisor in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Fairway Financial Insurance Agency, Inc. does not give investment, tax, or legal advice. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance products, including annuities, offered through Fairway Financial Insurance Agency, Inc. Annuity guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Massachusetts Insurance License 172 2314.